hi hey good morning um it's not even the morning anymore it's, we can't say it oh it's one yeah holy shit because i messed 1 around 1 p.m man. as i always do with the engineering yeah but also we've had breakfast and we, we went to tj maxx to the max we, we took, took it, it to the max we did <laughs> what did you get at the max oh man i got a cool uh dia de los muertos backpack uh-huh and, and stuff to put in your backpack stuff to put in my backpack dude and i got a speed jump rope i yeah. did not get a speed jump rope i'm gonna do some more jumping <laughs> rope. i would never use it i am a rope jumper i have a jump rope over there and simon's stuff that's good mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. should have at mm-hmm. least one jump rope i'll jump rope this week for you do yeah i'll go for a minute that's my as much as recommendation go. wear really good supportive shoes i'll wear my nikes okay my running shoes okay yeah because jump rope, jumping rope can really give you some gnarly leg injuries. Yeah, I'm that and these. Yeah, some yeah. jug injuries. <laughs> 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 look, if uh, you are a woman, juggeries. The other, <laughs> yeah. If you <laughs> look in your, if you're in the maybe, uh, maybe even the C's or D's or anything past that, it's you a little sketchy jumping some rope. Care. Yeah, you, got, you, you might need two sports bras. Maybe. Maybe some chicks do, man. You yeah. might need that. Well, that's one of the reasons I don't jump rope. Not Ample solely. bosom. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, what were we? Oh, you were talking about the my favorite murder ladies. <clears throat> oh yeah, they they started their own uh podcast. Uh, I don't even know. I haven't really researched it, but they are starting their own podcast hosting thing or something like that. So they're gonna start um promoting other podcasts through their empire. So, I don't know. Well, I think we'll have to come up with more ideas for the future. But mm-hmm. I want my goal. Um, we both have dreams. Mm-hmm. I want to live my dream. I'd like and to I live wanna mine. S- yeah, I want us to make money off of being ourselves. And then having that money allows us to do our creative outlets. Yeah. And your language and school outlets. Mine are none yeah. of those things. I do currently occasionally get paid for my art. For my song right? songwriting yeah, skills and my music bucks skills this week, right? I did, dude. I made eighty bucks because sweet. Um, the so the Holland Project had. Did we talk about this on the last podcast, or have we even talked about that? I don't know. Um, I, don't I remember. think we talked that you were going to do it, but we okay. haven't done one since you. Okay. No, we did. We did talk about it, but we didn't yeah. talk about you getting paid. We had a podcast that weekend. Okay. So yeah, it was the short circuit thing that happened at the Nevada Museum of Art, which was put on by the Holland Project. And I did, I was, I did, I helped create the f- live film score with um, three other dudes and it it was successful. It was a lot of fun. Um, and then, I mean, I did it kind of going into it just being like, hey, Holland asked me to do this. Sure, I'll do an. I'll do just You'll about do anything, anything for, for them. Holland. Yeah, because they're goals. awesome and they have always supported me. Um, so I said, yeah, and you know, there's no mention of like being paid. It doesn't really matter when it's Holland because I'm like, eh, you know, they'll treat me right either way, regardless. But next, the next week afterwards, I get a text from uh, the guy that was leading the project for us, and he's like, hey, I got eighty bucks for you, and I'm like, what? So you spent that money on gigolos and blow. I did. <laughs> Actually, I spent it on burritos. What? $80 worth of burritos? Huh. Dude, I got a burrito and a quesadilla. For $80? Would it have gold inside of it? It did. Jewels. What? An $80 quesadilla? Mm-hmm. My mind can't... Re- 
What? No, you didn't. You got you case it for other people too. No, I spent ten dollars okay, of the eighty dollars. Where'd the other seventy go? Places, equipment, people, did places, you, things. Did you treat yourself though? Oh, I, f- I started it off with a burrito. <laughs> Shoot, that's a treat. And then, uh, I don't know what else I did with it, but you know what? Bless you. That money came before payday, so it was well it, it, it was well appreciated. And here's the thing. You should be making money off of your creativity. <coughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. More of that. More of that. I mean, I do at least on a small scale, so I know that it's possible. You know what Christine told me last night when we were mm. talking? <clears throat> um we were talking and she thinks and I'm kind of titillated by this idea but I also think it's extremely self-indulgent <laughs> which also titillates me <laughs> also makes me like wonder if it's a little removed but I do kind of like the idea but she was talking about Mindy Kaling that yeah. writes for the office and stuff and she was saying how she started mm-hmm. um, and just had like a small production. She did that Ben and the yeah, Ben Affleck yeah, yeah. thing. Christine thinks I need to do a cabaret show. <coughs> With comedy and singing. <laughs> and I could pull you into it maybe, but the whole idea <laughs> is um, just this performance that's kind of, you know, over the top, soft sell meets whatever with a lot of comedy writing. That'd and be cool. she said she really thinks I need to do this and make it happen. And, <laughs> and she would help me write. do it Tony Clifton style? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, need to as far as performance anxiety. But then I'm also like, who would go to this? <laughs> but yet there's a part of me that because she's like, because you're funny, you know, and like we're all funny. But there's a lot of people locally that like fucked up humor. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's that whole part of me that's a bit antisocial and not interactive with people. So I don't know, but, but this is just new idea. She put my head, which the fact that it's so out there Mm -hmm. and like ridiculous makes me want to do it in a way. Yeah. But anyways, it just is that whole idea of like how we in different ways want to live creative lives Mm -hmm. and I want to get paid for it. So this past week you and I were conversing, which I ended up not doing it, but I was just in a really dark space and I was saying like, all these rich people that come out to Burning Man, <laughs> which they're here now. Yeah, they're here now. The burn is here. Um, I want to meet them on Bumble or Tinder, and I want to groom them so I can either life coach them, yeah, or have an abusive relationship for the exchange of money. Nothing romantic, yeah, because some people need that and want that. That's true. Um, and I'd be great at it. I mean, not to the point where I I have to worry about my my consciousness, yeah, as a human. Your consciousness. <laughs> Why do like, you laugh like I don't you're have to pass one? out? No, I mean my conscience. <laughs> <laughs> and I do worry about my consciousness too. Um, because I'm barely here. I'm barely here. I came on the spaceship. Um, but I then Tinder, I had been on it in so long I couldn't log into it and then I just gave up. Wait, on did it. you get on? Did you look? No, I got on Bumble, but Tinder, like I had to log in and then my browsers logged in as Simon and then this whole other side story happened and then it wanted my cell phone number and I was like fuck this shit so I just mm-hmm. never logged in and I think it was the universe saying don't get on tinder it wasn't saying don't be a slash inspirational abusive life coach depending yeah. on what people need yeah it was just the dating looking at what's on there that was probably like I just Maybe you're just not in the right space for it. I'm absolutely. <laughs> 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 and honestly, like if anybody wrote me, I would just be 
I would be abusive and shitty. To well, but also right now is kind of the worst time to do Tinder because it's all a bunch of burners. And they're, I mean, they're, they're just a bunch of people in town temporarily. But what if it's the one? <laughs> but it's, but, but that in that there's the big fish. It's all these people with money and I could life coach them or abuse them. And mm-hmm. we could get a relationship on Skype where, you know, they could call in once or twice a week, depending on how, what they need. And I could give them the old felch one too, no pun intended. Uh, of, of, um, just either. They like, probably would like that. Either maybe being even like, more. you know, depending <laughs> what people are looking for. And, and granted, I'm not going to be like in vinyl or anything. I'm going to be a new wave yacht mom. You know, I'm not going to go that route, but um, you know, if they just need direction, let's say I'm great at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do want to grow a life coaching, um, Well, so if someone wanted to contact you today to be your client, how would they get a hold of you? They can get a hold of us through the website. And which is? Jealousmucho at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we have an email. And and why don't we need to, we need to, we need to mention that more often. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I, li- I like when people write us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do they but, though? And I, I've always wanted. Yes, we got it. We got an inquiry. Um, w- um, <laughs> I always have wanted to do advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that would be fun. I mean, I don't know how do you, you know what the thing is, what we need to do is just set up a table and just be outside somewhere and just be like, hi, this is what we do. This is the service we offer. This is who we are. Here's our card. Yeah. Call. There, there was um, a show like that where they would have, I can't remember what it was called. I think it was on own on Oprah's network, but it was bomb where they would have these people who were like really high level, you know, they had specialties in solving problems. Mm. Um, and they were like authors and psychiatrists and all this stuff. And they would set up a booth Mm-hmm. in a metropolitan city and take questions well that's what you have to do it's called outreach if you don't oh. do outreach people don't know who, so who the hell you are or where people. you are bit, yeah but then i have to be friendly huh no you just have to be informational mm. you just have to be i mean you know you're what? not gonna be a jerk you're i'm just gonna, gonna be like, use you as my bait oh lord <laughs> because you're friendly i'm not exactly I mean, approachable well the other thing is that and i do I hear, outreach oh, for my job no here's the thing you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Mm-hmm. And I've got something to offer you in kind. Okay. I'm your publicist. Okay. For Solta Rota, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. No, it's true. Um, so you're <clears throat> the nice bait to get mm-hmm. people to me so I can either abuse well, or life coach them. And I've done that outreach for 14 years, so. Wait a minute. I know how to do it. You can help me with my career. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. This is great. I'll just be like, hey, you know. I'll be like one of those annoying like people at the mall kiosk. My friend is really disturbed and she scares me. Please go talk to her and give her money. I'm like, hey, you could have this face cream or a nice massage or you could talk to my friend here. She'll change your life. She'll change your life. <laughs> but I can. I have a touch. Even though I, I talk lightly about it and I say I'm mean, mm-hmm. I do have a touch. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, Jamie... What is you're on the edge of your career path too? Yeah, I know it's weird. Yours is yours is higher level. Yours is actually <laughs> like higher level in helping people. Well, mine helps people too in a different way. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, yeah, I just started online grad school for library science, which is fine. I'm okay with it. I'm at a point now where I'm cool with it, and I'm cool with the program I'm doing. Um, so it feels right. Um, but you know, it's like. 
right now I'm seeing, I've got almost 20 years of experience and I'm seeing people How with. Is that so when you're only 27? All right. <laughs> <laughs> you started. The in utero. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, I started my master's degree when I was still hooked to the placenta. Yes. Oh my God. So right now I'm seeing people with like less than five years of experience, but a master's degree in library science zoom past me, Boo. you know? And get like upper level jobs. And that's I'm like, why I want to do a job that, that isn't hurts. even in the realm where people compete with education. Yeah. I can't. It's a, it's, it's rough. Yeah. It's I'm rough. Too, I'm too old to go to school. It's, I mean, well, you're never too old to go to school, but I was too old to go to school when I was seven. I was over it then. Well, yeah. For someone that finished college at age 30. That was good though. You did it. I mean, and you're going back. You're in, you just started 30, again. More like 32. Yeah. I'm going back at 40 y'all. Um, so, I, but to go back to like my own career goals, like the benefit, one of the benefits of this program so far has been that like, it's helping me focus on what do I actually want out of this career? Like now that I've admitted to myself that this is my career and that I'm okay with that, what do I want out of it? How are you going to make it work for you? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of me just being not having any direction and just doing it because it's a paycheck. I mean, it's Welcome been more than a paycheck. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Just for now. I'm yeah. Gonna, I, I definitely I'm in a midlife catharsis and I'm over mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. I do. Yeah. So why why not use your talent? Yeah. So, I mean, my, right now, I, my ultimate goal is to work in. A, as a bilingual librarian in some sort of special library or department so hmm, we'll see where that goes i'll but. be doing my cabaret show <laughs> yes yes oh my god so i last this past week because i was in a really dark mood where i wanted to punch people in the face so i was googling stuff like um, is it a spiritual awakening or am i an <laughs> asshole and <laughs> nobody's written that article i think i need to yeah yeah. Well, you have the vehicle. I do. I do. I know. And I don't write anymore. I know. I you neither. It's so stupid. But <laughs> now that fall's coming and stuff, I may. But the thing is, is I sit at a computer all day. Dude, I know. And so when I come home, even though I like writing, I just, and maybe once I get a little more energy for other things outside of my job and just yeah. cut off my emotional feelings about my job, because I have to. Um, maybe I'll get back into it. Yeah. Cause writing is really fun. It I is fun, it. but it's you're right about computer time. exposure. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Less, mm-hmm. please less. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Uh, right now I just feel I'm sort of at a weird point because this month was so full of a bunch of crap for me. Like it was all pretty good crap, but it was like a really busy month. And so now I'm just kind of like, okay. Everything that was an obligation is over. So now, you know, kind of like, all right, now I get to kind of just sit back and not do too much crap. That's good. Yeah. And you're going on a trip next week. Yeah. I'm going to go to the Hispanic version of Burning Man that's actually, that actually predates the Nevada. It's where Burning they Man. really burn somebody. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, back to the Aztecs. Yeah. No. And you're so nice. You're going to take, I'm going to write some intentions mm-hmm. and put them in an envelope and you're, you are going to take them and burn them for me. So thank mm-hmm. you. I love that. Kind yeah. Of stuff. I'm releasing mean, it to the atmosphere. Yeah. I mean, I'm not totally sure 
what the process is for getting well, your stuff even in if there you but don't get close i wonder if it's like it'll still where, get burnt you know what i think happens is maybe it's open you set it in there before it burns and it all burns you yeah know I well because i be think right now they're doing a stuffing thing like where you can put they call it put your gloom in zozobra so <laughs> zozobra is the figure that they burn um they've been doing it since 1924 in santa fe new See, mexico that's cool that's cool yeah and what it is is it, originally i think he was called old man gloom and so it's kind of like a cleansing ritual where you would kind of burn up the things from the past year that you just want to let go of and move on from. Um, and so they do it every year um, since 1924. And it's oddly enough, it happens pretty much the same <coughs> the same weekend as Nevada's Burning Man. Is that odd or did they steal well, it? Well, exactly. It's the white man's appropriation stealing yeah, cool shit and watered it down and making mm-hmm. it lame. Yep. 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 So, so those that don't live here or don't have an experience, and I'll be very careful with this because there are people I really like who still go. Yes. And I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Same here. Um, but can you explain for people who don't live here what Bernie Man is? Well, I don't even know if I can properly explain it because having never gone, <coughs> I could easily be criticized by people that go. Hey, and how about this? We're going to give a synopsis of it. As an outsider's as perspective. People who live in Reno. <laughs> yes. I'm not even talking about going to the playa. I'm talking about what happens in Reno. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Reno person who's not a burner, their perspective. So, um, uh, I need a throat lozenge. Hang mm-hmm. on. Kind of dying. So, Jamie, does your throat feel a little better? Yeah, we had to pause because uh, I've been, my throat's been kind of jacked up this And, of uh, course, week. because I'm Christine, I had two versions of lozenges mm. why i really would i really would have made like a great mom but i'm glad mm-hmm. I w- i'm not one because i always like people just be like do you have this or that I'm like, hey, yes you let do. me hook you up let me it's cancerians mm-hmm. they can't help themselves <laughs> so i'll try to get through this podcast mm-hmm. with my ja- janky voice but oh that which reminds me of the throat infection vocoder yes that's a story that needs to be told <laughs> you 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 performed last night and mm-hmm. you sounded great thanks yeah yeah um my boyfriend bought a little vocal effects thing um i do think when you talk to the audience i want you to use a really harsh robot voice (laughs) 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 oh my god for halloween we have to get the skull out (laughs) oh my god the skull (laughs) the skull it's like you know how there's just certain things um and I was showing Christine that dog eyebrow, the Chihuahua eyebrow picture. Oh my God. Um, but I told her, like, when you first found that a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. like, it is something, you know, there's just certain things <laughs> where the minute you fucking see it or think it, like, you just start dying. I think that was my so, profile picture for a it while. It was so good. And we'll put, we'll use it for, um, we'll use it for the podcast picture. I'm going to change it back to my oh profile pic. Oh my pick. God. I love that picture. And I was really studying it last night. And Christine's like, oh, the smoky eye on that dog <laughs> is so beautiful um but oh my god I love that picture and I'm so it was I, I like when I brought it back this week it was just like I knew like oh my god that like the, the, the chihuahua picture because I got new eyebrows yes, this week which is another and, story we need to yeah tell. and so like when Jurgen had said like <laughs> oh you know like you got because I told him I was leaving work early to get 
eyebrows and he's like oh that sounds like so glamorous bougie and then i'm like yeah i think they're a little dark though and i send the picture of that fucking chihuahua which <laughs> I love. what was his reaction to that picture? oh it was like haha yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> i know i because i'm sure it's like you know you see you receive you see that somebody receives a photo um and, and i'm sure he like goes to open it thinking it's a picture of me with the eyebrows and it's this fucking glamorous chihuahua with with colored yeah. dark eyebrows so oh. hopefully for on his side he thought it was pretty funny because i I think it is oh. the chola brow chihuahua oh my god let me just even <laughs> think about it right now god i love it it brings me joy mm. um mm. so what do we want to talk about burning man well we we're talking about the vocal effects mm. um because you did you sounded great thanks well uh, you know i mean i i've done shows with like raw vocals dry vocals before uh, with no effects and i mean it's okay but <clears throat> generally everybody sounds a little bit better with a little, a little bit echo of echo or something yeah, yeah some reverb yeah so um ian bought the effects thing and and i practiced with it all week and then uh used it last night and it i mean it, it definitely upped my confidence level i mean i i can sing just fine but i think it just adds like a little bit of like a poly like a you know like it just it boosts your vocal a little yeah bit. and yeah. for me it just gives it more of like kind oh, of the spooky effect that yeah. i like you know because i always record with a certain effect on my voice oscuro wave that's my new. I'm <laughs> coining a new term because I'm getting ready. I'm going to be very busy this fall. Jamie will be hopefully wrapping her album up by mm-hmm. the end of October. We've we'll moved see. the date because she's very busy. Yes. Um, and Jurgen just finished his yesterday. That's after amazing. eight years. So I am a publicist mm-hmm. to people I believe in, mm-hmm. and he, don't get worried, Jurgen. Um, he's going to get nervous because you're here and I'm here, well, and you we were have m- a long friendship here. Yeah. But I, I'm your publicist too. So I'm going to be busy this fall, but I've just coined the hashtag Obscura Wave, Mm -hmm. um, which is dark wave in Spanish. Well, what do you want to say? Wave is a God dang. I'll Google it. Wave. Um, I know it. I know it. I know it. It's like a. I can't remember. Hola. No. Wave in Spanish. But hola. Oh, see. Obscura Ola. Yeah, you did know it. You shouldn't have doubted yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's. Wow, the, it was in there. Yeah, it is in there. I dug it out. Yeah, you did. You dug it. <laughs> you dug it out. It's just like, put yeah. figure out it. I was like, it it's Ola. Okay. Yeah, no, it is. Um, so I'm coining, I'm I'm trademarking this term when I'm marketing your album. So maybe it should be Ola Obscura. Mm-hmm. There we go. Cool. Done. Done. So yeah, I'm already thinking of hashtags to market your album. Do okay. you know what your album's gonna be called? Love Lorne War Torn. Okay, there we go. I've had that title for years. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jurgen, I understand. Yeah, yeah. He is this eight <coughs> years and I'm I'm happy to be on the tail end of it because how lucky am I that I get to hear the and finish project and then mm-hmm. for you you're five and five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but you cannot rush the process no it's true i mean a lot of that was me just learning how to write songs so and yeah. like getting better and better at writing lyrics and stuff and so. the the progress of the songs and the songs that happen now wouldn't have happened if it would have wouldn't have taken more than five years yeah and i mean exist. there are some practice songs that i wrote in the beginning that like aren't going to be it's on the album well. because yeah. they're not good enough you know yeah or they're yeah. just not i'm not feeling them so um, but your vocals were good thanks yeah cool yeah well, and what had brought that up is you're going to post a weird thing on Facebook. Uh, 
mail he got at work mm. and it was this guy saying mm-hmm. that when he recorded his song he had a throat infection <laughs> and who knows what that means i don't understand that i don't like, either it's weird and then he said he used a plastic microphone i don't know what was plastic going on Plastic microphone yeah but the thing well unless he was bragging like it sounds this good and i was compromised but wait did you actually listen to it yes what did it sound like um, it sounds like music we would listen to at India Garden on the TVs while we're eating Because you sent me the link, but I didn't have a chance to listen oh, to it. Oh, it's, it's like produced, like dance tracky, kind of like, uh, uh, you know, mm. yeah, yeah. What country is he from? Oh. Turkey? He, he lives in Sweden and he, I don't remember where he's from. Mm. Yeah, but, and so in that, we were laughing about the whole idea of a throat infection vocoder. <laughs> and then, strangely enough, that's exact, what exactly what I needed you? this week because <laughs> my throat got infected and I needed uh, a, well, a it's, vocoder. It, it's the natural vocoder. Mm-hmm. It's the natural vocoder. Yeah, I mean, I pulled it off, but like by you the last song, I was kind of dying. Well, I was like, singing, oh, God. Singing can be really hard on your throat. Yeah. It can be, but you rocked it. You pulled it off and I know I jump all over the place, but Burning Man and Reno, Fuzzy Bikes, uh, you can tell who is going there. All right. So Burning Man, when did they first start doing it? In the like early nineties, late eighties, like in the Bay area. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, like some people got together started doing this like crazy art thing, Mm -hmm. like getting a bunch of, yeah, on the beach, getting a bunch of people together and then they would burn this like effigy of a man and it was just like a i mean probably much like the zozobra thing now it's a multi-million dollar business blackrock llc and there's like Mm -hmm. it's like a it's like basically they so they moved it to the blackrock desert which can you describe that for people i've never been i have been there um i've been there when my dad was antelope to the desert yeah yeah and we went out there one time to go collect apache tears which is a little like pieces of obsidian mm. that are smoothed by being blown in the in the the desert. It's desert. It's open. Um, it's alkali. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not welcoming necessarily. I mean, it's got mountains and stuff, so it's pretty that way. But and the way these people do, it's way different than my experience in it because when I've gone there, my dad only goes places where people are not, and then these people meet and converge and there's what 60,000 of them more than that i think it's oh more than 100 god. now oh god, god. i don't know I, I, maybe i'm wrong to me that's not nature <laughs> but i get so I, it, it's yeah it's basically they create this giant city for like a week or maybe two yeah weeks. i think the people that set up go out a little earlier but yeah essentially and it's i don't know people go i always wanted i don't know if i've talked about it on here my brother always wanted to go out there and destroy his work for because he's just him he wanted to go out there on a motorcycle with an arrow that like had petrol and would like ignite it before (laughs) (laughs) oh somebody did that oh yeah i think so yeah somebody tried to and then remember the guy walked into it last year year, a man died because he he basically into the fire committed suicide by walking into the burning yeah effigy and that's the thing you don't hear as much about um because they want people to go out there and think it's this free fun time but people die out there every year so i'm consulting wikipedia it says Mm -hmm. first held 32 years ago in 1986 on baker beach in san francisco 
as a small function organized by Larry Harvey and Jerry James, who built the first man. Larry Harvey's a multimillionaire now from this shit. Jesus. It has since been held annually, spanning from the last Sunday in August to the first Monday in September, also known as Labor Day for us. Um, Burning Man 2017 was held from August 27th to September 4th. So I'm trying to see, like, <coughs> the actual and number. And so what it means in Reno is a lot of grocery stores um, will have, like, parking lots where they fence off areas where they have water. Because, because people come in and mass buy. Like, you'll well, go to Whole Foods and somebody will spend $10,000. But the reason why is because we are the closest airport mm-hmm. to Burning mm-hmm. Man. So we are people the place where people come have yeah. no choice but to come into. Yeah. So they come into Reno, then they get all their camp supplies in Reno, or if they and brought people some. people overbuy, or they buy very strange yeah. stuff to me <coughs> from somebody who used to have to camp mm-hmm. for two weeks in a trailer in the desert. Um, some of the stuff people buy, I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then I, I d- I've seen a little less of them, but it was always the ubiquitous bike with fur on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, in the beginning, like Burning Man was more manageable because it was smaller and so the attendees went with the same mindset so they actually have this set of like i don't know what they call them also say guidelines and they're respectful um one of them is i think is like leave no trace which is great like so these people come they set up their city they have these guidelines to be respectful and to make the whole thing function and that's great like that's the original the original intent and the original like there's no like commodity out there it was like mm-hmm. trade and art yeah. and, and it had the start of it was it had a, a, a cool concept but then of course america destroys everything and yeah. they're gonna they have <clears throat> vip tents now where people pay like ten thousand bucks to fly in it's just it's fucking retarded mm-hmm. it's very far removed from what it originally was mm-hmm. so i'm still trying to find out like how many people are there but there's definitely a dark side to black to well uh, and a friend i will not name went last year and and they had an art car um so he was guarding the art car and then he goes around and there's a lady there and he's like oh wait like what are you doing here she's like already talked to so and so and it was adult woman and she was lactating (gasps) and she did not i either didn't have her baby out there but instead she was breastfeeding her husband I don't want that. I don't want nothing to do with that. Oh, no. No. See, and that's the thing. If I go up my house out there, there are a lot of things I just don't want to see. And that's one of them. I've had people. Oh, my God. I I had a friend who's a medic and a lot of years he wanted me to go out there. But my thing, I always say, if I ever went out there, my (laughs) shtick would be I would set up a cubicle. Which is great. And I would work (laughs) all day. Like I was at yeah, a show. I love that. Just and data then, entry. Yeah, I just, I'd have a generator and I'd be at a computer all day, like eight hours a day doing my job. And when people come over, I'd be like, I'm working. Like, can you be quiet? <laughs> and then at night, I would have a karaoke machine and I would let nobody else use mm-hmm. it. And it would just be mine. Because, you know, people would be like, can I I'd be like, no. Just and me. then I just keep singing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it looks like um, for 2017, there were... Um, Sixty nine thousand four hundred and ninety. Did you say sixty nine? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's like orgy tents out there, and you know, so there's anal tent, anal camp, <laughs> whatever you want. Yeah. It's out there. Mm-hmm. 
so i mean you're basically camping in the desert with these people you're not necessarily showering unless you can find a tent that has showers i don't know um you know and some people i'm sure will say like we don't know what the hell we're talking about and we don't to some degree we haven't been but speaking from the perspective of a person that lives in the town where the burners come before and after and during and how they treat the town before and after and during we can we definitely have opinions based on what we've seen Mm -hmm. so and what like what has your dad seen like so after burning man they all have to use pyramid highway to get back to reno and there's a there's a lake out there and it's it's like native american land some of it's county land i mean my dad goes out there often because he's a nature person and he likes fishing out there and he brings his dog out to swim at the lake um and so he's there often and people just dump garbage bikes whatever they can't bring back to the airport when they leave or that they're done with they just throw it at the side of the road so unfortunately um and we're talking about people from all over the world all over the world yeah and and what's really a bummer to me is it's like we have this venue that you use which is our nature which Mm -hmm. is our our home and our environment and you come out and you enjoy that. And then I'm just, well, we will talk. I mean, and people that don't live here, <laughs> we should post the, the commercial. When I was a kid in the 70s, there's a commercial. <laughs> and, it, and, <laughs> and my parents are really like, because my parents were very much into rural Nevada. And we camped. And my dad hunted. So anywhere we went, there was always like people who were trashy and they would throw their garbage out. We always picked it up. So I have this really deep thing about littering. Even in town, I will like yell at people in yeah. their cars because yeah. it's just gross and lazy. There, especially in town, there's garbage cans. I hate people throwing cigarette butts outside oh their cars. God. So, um, <laughs> but in the seventies, there's this commercial beyond how I grew up that just, I must've been, like five or six. I need to look when the commercial came out (laughs) and it's this native American guy who really wasn't even native American. He's Italian. He's Italian actor, but it's the seventies, which is a whole other issue about we can't get whitewashing native Americans. We can't get into that. So in the commercial, he looks like an Indian chief. He's got the feather and he's all Brown and he's in a stream and there's all this garbage. And then he looks at the camera and he's fucking crying. (laughs) And it, to this day, it, it, it moves me. It disturbs yeah. me. It makes me so fucking sad. Um, and so that commercial just left an imprint. And then, like I said, my, my parents are very like when we would go camping, we would go pick up others, people's garbage and bring it home and throw it away because it's nature. Like mm-hmm. you don't treat nature like it's your trash can. Yeah. And I'm sure there are people who are conscious and really like take <laughs> that in, but there are people who don't and they just abandon, like some people will have their motorhomes break down. They just leave them. Um, I want to read a selection from um, the no oh. <laughs> oh but that's a good idea Wait, Jamie has a, a person <laughs> she dated and he's just rad Tom is like this, oh my God. this synth dork um, and I do want him to redo my Rhodes piano for me but um, he's like he's like a savant of, of synth <laughs> and stuff like that but he's a really funny dude 
and he's gone out to Burning Man a lot of years, but yeah. he was doing these posts a couple of years ago <laughs> where he's he's posting to the Black Rock group, which is all these people that are on Facebook for a Burning Man. And he's like, OK, well, there's going to be a Costco this time next year. We're running low on hot dogs. So he's like leaving all these like fucked up <laughs> funny ass posts that are not necessarily true, but also like this really fine edge of like mocking um the whole system. So good. Oh, God, there was so Dude, this funny. is gross. There's an article on the Reno Gazette journal.com burning man celebrity appearances see who made it and that right there tells you that burning man has jumped the damn shark you know what was funny to me it was not lost on me is that elon musk and grimes were dating oh yes and i'd read that she bought him a ticket to burning man and they broke up before it happened they did (laughs) i think so i think so i think after he lost his mind when he didn't save the taiwanese football team with his submarine i think he had a little um well he had a narcissist breakdown a little bit but yeah it was just funny to me. Good lord! But that's what it's become. We don't need Elon Musk out of well, Burning and Man. That's, dude. Well, he's he's reaping enough out of the state. Did of you Nevada. say raping or reaping? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a little bit of all. We're paying enough for the Tesla factory. This grosses here. me out. See who made it? Which celebrities were naked what, it, it, and it, it, lactating at <laughs> Burning Man? <laughs> but you know, it started that's as gross. <laughs> this idea of community, mm. um, like art and now it's like vip tents i mean i can get behind it i can get behind the original intent i know and totally i've, get behind I've heard that. there's you know there's cool art and interesting stuff and the thing about <laughs> reno is because it God. is a jumping off point reno in a weird offshoot way in its own daily life when it's not burning man has mm-hmm. become that identity mm-hmm. and like at halloween remember halloween last year my neighborhood my neighborhood's like the oh, older God. neighborhood in town it's a cool neighborhood but my neighborhood is like I bought 25 pounds of candy and handed it all out. That's like how intense Woo! it is in my neighborhood. People park cars and it's a cool neighborhood to walk through, but it's like the destination neighborhood for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> so remember we were out front and Jamie's yes. super cool. She comes over and hands out candy and yes. we like have dinner and stuff. Cause it's fun. Um, but <laughs> last year we're like outside. And so like my street is just like, they, you can't even drive on it because there's so many people. Yeah. It's like how, you know, when you're trick or treating everybody, all the kids are like, let's go to the rich neighborhood. We'll get whole Hershey bars. Yeah, it's not the rich neighborhood, but it's the, but it's they decent, think that. Yeah. It's a good neighborhood to trick or treat. And it kind of is yeah. these days. <laughs> And, uh, but remember we're standing out front and this fucking art car, there's art cars in the neighborhood <laughs> and that they actually drive around yeah. in Christmas with cranking Christmas music God. and people ride on them. But the guy's coming up and he's in his art car and I just, they annoy me. They annoy me. Um, but, and it's also like, you know, it's Halloween's about the kids and the guys out there like, look at me in my art car. I'm going to get my art car uh. out. And he's cranking. I can't remember what music. And then he's like, oh, he's, he's talking on a microphone. So it's all noisy. And he's like, oh, you better get over here. Running out of candy. And I'm like, get out of here. Uh. We don't want you. <laughs> remember I'm yelling yeah. at him. I'm like, we don't want you here. Uh. Oh, it just cracked me up. But God, it's just, it. but that's the thing. Like those dudes. <laughs> remember? Oh, actually, no, it was me and Emily. <laughs> I went with Emily a couple weeks ago to dinner uh-huh. and I'm driving her back to her her natural selection her store in Midtown and there's an art car driving around it got pulled over by the cops <laughs> and she and I started laughing so fucking hard and like these art cars it's just like a car that somebody welds and this one looked like it looked like the Flintstones car but it's huge oh it had like 20 people on it Good Lord. Yeah. Well, and like, that's like last night. Okay. So after I played a show last night and afterwards we were like, oh, let's go get some food. So we're driving. It's, uh, we all took separate cars. So I was driving alone, but 
I was driving um at night. It was like eleven thirty maybe. Uh and 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 there's I'm just driving like down this street. There's not a stop sign, there's not a light, it's just a street. Um, and there's this gigantic, huge ass charter looking bus and it's backing into With the street. With a regular person who never <coughs> drives it, driving yes. it. It's yeah. backing into <laughs> oh the gosh. street right in front of me. And so oh. I like stop, the bus stops. I start going again. The bus starts going again. So finally I'm like, I'm like well, I'm not going to get killed. So I'll stop. So I just stop and I'm sitting there and then the bus backs up into the damn street and like pulls in front of me and then I'm following behind it. And then this thing, like, I'm watching how it's driving, and it's like, this is not they a person know that knows drive. what they're yeah. doing. They're taking, like, wide turns. They're, like, not even in their lane properly. And this is a Burning Man bus, yeah. dude. Yeah. Get out of oh, here, dude. God. Now, weren't you saying they're having a lot of problem with people leaving buckets of excrement? That's what I'm trying to find. I can't oh find the God. article where. <laughs> well, and I mean, it's just there's, God, some, there's some basic. I guess the thing is, is something in my theory about Burning Man is I want people to be their regular freaky self year round. Yes. And I don't want people to harbor, I mean, you know, with mutual consenting adults, clearly. Mm-hmm. But I think people shouldn't be so wound tightly. And if you go out and have fun, that's that's your business. Yeah. That's cool. But I think some people, <coughs> their lives are so tight, the other, you know, 22 or whatever weeks mm-hmm. that they go out there and just have a fucking mental blowout. Where yeah. I think you should just, you should let steam <laughs> out regularly. Okay, here we go. Burning Man bound. Well, Nevada locals are asking burners for a little R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Shout out Aretha. Um, so this is an article that was in our local paper, um, August 20th. <coughs> Cautionary <laughs> tale. Yeah. And it's just given some like, okay, number one, it says, we're not your mothers. Each year, burners amass a treasure chest full of used up goods by the event's end. From empty rum bottles to sticky plastic bags to dead glow sticks, there's a lot to get rid of. Although most burners do their best to leave no trace on the playa, they do leave their trace in Reno. From buckets of human waste to dusty mattresses, burners have been known to abandon their refuse Mm -hmm. in private dumpsters, business parking lots, or on the sides of the roads. There are designated dump sites in the Reno and surrounding areas. Use them. Well, and that's the thing. So think of 70,000 people who are mass buying for the week because they don't know how to fucking camp. Yeah. Um, and they leave no trace means on the playa. Um, so they pick up out there, which helps BlackRock LLC. So they don't have to pay as many people doing it, but then they still have this garbage and where are they going to fucking put it? And most people, because they're not used to open space, they think, Oh, nobody's here. So I'm just going to fucking leave it here. Exactly. It's shitty. Here's another great one. Uh Number six. We can't believe we have to say this. (laughs) <laughs> since initially publishing this story a member of the gerlach community sent a and photo gerlach is where black rock llc and it's a tiny little town mm-hmm. where there's just like a little gas station with a restaurant and maybe a scant like a one stoplight kind yep, of town yep, yep so uh a member of the gerlach community sent a photo of his property in the photo was a pile of poop a pair of star wars boxers and a pair of socks <laughs> This is what the burners left us? Seriously, who raised you? Don't ever do that again. <laughs> saddest part was, saddest part was, he said, this happens every year. Time. Yeah. I can't A pile imagine. of doo-doo Star and Wars some undies. Star Wars undies. 
And you can't tell me that that's just something that would happen anyway. No, that's a burner. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not some, like, Gerlach crackhead. That's a burner. Oh, that's a health So issue. I read that article, and I was like, yes. <laughs> that kind of sums it up, doesn't <laughs> right? it? A pile of poop. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. Stop Mm-mm. it. Um, yeah. Oh, God, no. I need to read Tom's Burning Man things, oh, though. Yeah, yeah. Let me find no, that let me pause quick. it. Okay, okay, yeah, those are beautiful. <laughs> Okay, we're back. We fa- we had to go we'll find some some, <laughs> some gems from Tom Cooper's yeah. Burning Man post. Because I we I just posted on his Facebook page. I was like, "Hey Tom, we need more Burning oh, Man updates." God. And he said he's been posting them, but I was like, oh, "They're not on your page." But then I realized, no, the, he posts them on like all the Burning Man sites. Oh, so God. he's actually been been back at work. <laughs> he's um, been busy. But we here, missed we, it. We're going to read some of his old classics, though. Like, <clears throat> okay, so what Tom does. Now, Tom has gone out to Burning Man. He's been yeah, like a barista no, out at Burning Man. It. Yeah, he's not against he's it. He's against the stupidity. He just sees through it. Yeah. yeah a lot yeah. of it. And I think that's the thing. The people that we know that so go, they go utilize it in the space that they enjoy it. But they yeah. also realize there's this whole other ridiculous yeah side to it. Exactly. So, and Tom is not a rich man. This is a no, guy that's like, you know. No. <laughs> just a regular joe so he's a good dude um so okay (laughs) in 2015 tom posted um on the burning man 2016 facebook page um this is his words here his update hey guys due to the porta potty vandalism moop and indian headdress feathers found littered everywhere we are going to suggest that everyone bring their own black waste buckets to use as we had to do away with the toilets. Don't fear. If we're all good this year, we might get a few of the porta potties back, but the 447 highway in Reno better be spotless or we won't be allowed there either. Namaste, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> because I remember there was that Hope Colchella <laughs> era and it was at that time where people would like go wear like fucking Indian headdresses and shit at Coachella. <laughs> Horrible. But this so here's is, wait, 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 oh, there's an okay, update. Okay. So he's doing this and people are taking him seriously. <laughs> they're, which is bomb. Because they're yeah, like, you know. Which is bomb. <laughs> so, which is, that's like his gold. That's, <laughs> what he's, that's where he's like, yes. So, okay, update from Tom Cooper. It has come to my attention that some clarification may be needed for, for our fellow burners prepping for this new and exciting challenge. <laughs> he's talking about the buckets. Aside from a few five-gallon buckets in your camp, you should also consider repurposing your one-gallon water jugs as carry toilets. This will ensure you a place for your waste when nature calls out on the playa, in center camp, or when you're just exploring the vast wonder that is Burning Man. We can't stress enough the need for everyone to feel included in every aspect of the event. So, when your new best friend cops a squat or unleashes their stream of justice, please be accepting and perhaps offer them compliments or advice such as, Wow, you sure are pissing clear. Or maybe you shouldn't eat spoiled meats. I can tell that I can tell that that must have hurt. Group seminars will be held at the gates and in the areas where we used to have porta potties. Side note: <coughs> Please refrain from extinguishing the man temple burn with your streams of safety. It kind of bums everyone's stone. <laughs> I like that people are taking And there yeah, people are like <laughs> someone goes, "Hey, Santu Pelo Congas posted Jesus. hey who is organizing the sanitation in this event and tom tom goes radical self-reliance inc <laughs> and then someone else says oh he replied would it be a dumb idea to try to make cool ecological toilets that would recycle all human waste there and tom says 
We're working on an idea that involves slingshots and razzing the tech camps. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then Santu says, slingshots, as long as they are aimed at the capitalistic domain of the society, I'm down with your innovative way of thinking. And Tom says, well, technically we can't call it that because we'd be excluding a large number of our customers. I mean, attendants. I mean, yuppie scum. I mean, so yeah. Tom. Nah, he rolls them in. Tom's so classic. one of my favorites of Tom is from Burning Man 2016, August 27, 2016. Official. Important. <laughs> Just a last minute update on the conditions at the playa. If you're worried about last minute prepping, don't be. We're proud to announce the Center Camp Costco and Whole Foods are fully <laughs> operational and staffed. And for those of you that don't live here, Costco's like this warehouse kind of. Costco's rad, but you can buy bulk warehouse food and Whole Foods yeah. is like this bougie place where you get all your organic food. Expensive organic. Um, and clearly out where the playa is, there's none of this. You're lucky if there's a gas station. So, okay. So we're proud to announce the Center Camp Costco and Whole Foods are wholly operational and staff. <laughs> Being that we exist in a gift-based system, you'll be able to pay in spirit crystals, yoga demonstrations, and half-half DJ sets. You need bacon, give the cashier a massage. <laughs> So, which is rad because if people believe that, they'll go out there with no provisions. That's oh, hilarious to me. No. Yeah, and, and the half-assed DJ um, uh, demonstrations is so fucking right. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Tom. Mm, Tom. He's just great. Namaste, Tom. He said he trained two hundred baristas at Burning Man hmm? in 2015. Yeah, it was like a flash mob. I don't know. What? That's crazy. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, there's some more. Like, I, I kind of want to dig for more of his gems, but I don't know. <coughs> what? Burning Man Starlog, man number 517. Acro toddler yoga, yeah. During a day shift, I noticed a toddler practicing acro yoga. With mic in hand, I announced, and here we see a future, future liberal arts major, $100,000 in debt, and I'll be training him to be a barista. <laughs> Viva la barista. Oh, my God. <coughs> Oh my lord! I mean, th- I there I know there were some other ones that were just like he was so on fire. Killer. I think it was 2016. <laughs> okay, you've got <laughs> another favorite. All right, so I mean, I don't. Should we protect him and not say his last name? It just it just you think Tom needs to be protected? <laughs> I don't think he. I think well, he we'll like just it. say Tom. For yeah, now. we'll just say Tom. <clears throat> so Tom posted on Burning Man 2016's Facebook page. Hey guys, we will be expanding the Temple Water Park to three slides and a larger wave pool, but we lost the corn dog buffet because so many people left their trash on the playa, on the highway, and in Reno. What was that? Seriously, no, for real, seriously. It took our moms forever to clean up, and now we don't get pizza rolls. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, there was another one I was going to read about an RV demolition derby where he's saying that Moby will play animal rights in its entirety after that. What? But no, I, then I caught this one. Burning <laughs> 2016 post from December 3rd. He was starting early 2015. Official important. Due to the rise in creepers this year, we will be implementing a strict new, a strict new policy all across the BRC. Simply put, <laughs> no monogamous couples or single men. <laughs> and he says if you're planning on making the journey out to the black rock in 2016 (laughs) please take this to heart and join us when you're ready to embrace this change yeah no monogamous couples are single (laughs) (laughs) that's good actually oh god he's got some real classics oh my god oh wait lord i don't know um 
How about this one? I don't even know what this one is, but we'll read it. Um, (laughs) May may I propose to win an argument in two words? I asked a group of millennials that were trash-talking Burning Man. Now, to preface this, I agreed with them on some levels. The mean income of the participants and the level of waste and destruction brought upon our state and its population is pretty gnarly. Hashtag white people be entitled. (laughs) 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 Having never been there, their perception seemed to revolve around the notion that all of the worst peons that our society could churn out basically trek into our wastelands to form with other hive-minded drones to create a dystopian utopia for the hedonist bot sect. Hashtag, I saw it. (laughs) After a short engagement, explaining the tales of my servitude, working two to three shifts a day without any reprieve to drug out in some new crunchy way, man, my plight was lost and I offered my compromise in two words and ran. (laughs) This led to another 45 minutes of arguing the same points to each other. They literally argued the very point that I was trying to make with me whilst dismissing me and each other. I really should have recorded it. Hashtag, our future is now. You know, it's interesting, (coughs) and it brings a really interesting cross-section of people that would (coughs) never come to Reno, and Reno has a bit of a hard edge to it at times, Um, (coughs) and uh, when I was uh, Friday, because I had to go to Midtown, and that's kind of like where people go, not necessarily to shop for groceries, but where our culture center would be a little bit in a strange way. Like, I guess it's hip. I don't know what that area is right Whatever, now. Whatever, dude. It's a mess. But um, <laughs> but as I'm sitting there, uh, and I had my brow appointment, I'm sitting there, and it's in that neighborhood. And as I'm, I'm watching, you know, all these people try to park their little motor homes and shit on these little <laughs> tiny streets. Yeah. Um, and people were walking by with their fuzzy bikes and stuff. I'm looking around, and there's Reno there. Yeah. You know, and there was this, like, lady who was, like, asleep on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Reno, yeah. you know, one of the Reno homeless. And then as I'm sitting there, there's a guy who kind of hangs around. There's a lot of, uh, well, bum isn't a good word, I guess. Like homeless people, wayward people. And this guy, I don't know his name. They know him there in the area. But he's pushing a shopping cart and his arm has like all these open weeping sores on it. All this like infected oh, stuff, you know, and then there's all these people, these bougie people yeah. coming through for Burning Man. And then there's the reality of what's going on in Reno yeah. in some ways. Well, that guy will never see any of the money that comes into town. He might. I mean, <laughs> he was begging. Um, so he may get some, he may get some, you know, some mercy money. Um, but there huh. again is the polarity of the decadence versus, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to <laughs> seem like I'm totally poo-pooing it because I'm not, but I do think that like at this point now, it's not know. what it started as. It's not. Yeah. And now you've got <clears throat> all the newbies going like first timers and people that are new to it that don't really get or even care that much about the, they want the it's precepts. a party. Yeah. 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 And I think it's, it's just so monetized, not yeah. out there. I mean, tickets are expensive. Um, <clears throat> 500 bones man yeah and then scalping you know people reselling tickets i think i was a mutual friend of ours was looking for another one it was like 1100 to 1200 bucks you know people were selling them for um i don't know it's an interesting i think that's and i don't know if this is the way in other countries but especially in america I see that there are pure good ideas Mm -hmm. that get monetized and they become commercial and they, America always destroys really cool (coughs) shit. 
yeah when it becomes mainstream it gets watered down and then it sucks well yeah because it's like you're saying like now this a lot of people i think view this as another coachella and yeah oh yeah so, yeah <clears throat> you know they're just like oh coachella was fun it's let's so go to cool. burning home like it's so different like that article about the celebrities there like that's just gross it's to gr- me well Come and on. the fact that they have like vip areas that are very expensive and they are set yeah. up where people just fly in yeah. um and they don't have to lift a finger and granted like you know that's that's america yeah. i get it but to me like i've always been i i think it's this I, I mean, I never was a punker, but I always, you know, that ideal resonates with me. And I yeah. always hung out with the kids that were the outcasts and the weirdos Same and didn't here. like, didn't like the mainstream. <clears throat> so to me, I still have that attitude. And once something, once Paris Hilton goes, oh God. I like want to fucking stab my eyes out. And she went years ago. Do you think I should look? Should I look at the celebrities? Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh God. Oh my God. I just found out you're right. Paris Hilton was there. (laughs) So here's the list from the Reno Gazette Journal of celebrities at Burning Man in 2018. So far. Gross, gross. So gross. Um, Alexander Polinski. You know the thing that boils down to me, um, being a native Nevadan and having to camp (laughs) in the desert. I mean, granted, we had the luxury of a camp trailer but we would go out in the middle of nowhere we didn't go to black rock we went out of elko um for two weeks where there's not even a fucking tree nothing um we were by water at least but um the idea of these people because to me like camping there's i'm not a survivalist but i just think about survival yeah and when you are pampered and posh you would not fucking survive out there. No. And I mean, granted, they don't need to. They have other people do it. But then there are celebrities that kind of want to live like the other half lives. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Mm, within a realm. We of want comfort. the gritty real experience. Yeah. But but they want well, it. They want to live it for a weekend. They yeah. don't want our lives. And it's not like I live a gritty life. But you know what I mean? I don't have people buy my fucking groceries and drive my ass around. Yeah. So let me see. I'll oh read the God. list. So Alexander Polinsky. Uh, I don't that? even know who that is. Okay. Uh, Teen Titans go to the movies voice actor. Um, <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Obviously. All right. Uh, Paris Hilton made an appearance at Burning Man for the second year in a row last year, sporting a gladiator themed outfit. Mm. Will she be back in 2010? Wait, you're saying last shit. year? Okay. That was last year. Um, <clears throat> Get out of here. Jasmine Tooks. Victoria's Secret Angel. Jasmine Tooks. I don't even know who these feathers people are. I don't even know who these people That's are. That's good. I mean, Sarah Sampaio. Who's that? Model Sarah Sampaio made an appearance. Oh, God. Blah, blah, blah. Who? The, you're right. These are all models. Go away. I mean, I, that's not even exciting. Who are these people? <laughs> I don't know. I'm actually I'm actually happier about this that I don't know who these people are. Yeah, it's good because it's it's diplo. It's it's <coughs> vacuousness. Never mind. I'm not that. That's fine. It's a bunch of D-list celebrities. But oh. nonetheless, there are people who spend big money and um go out there and get pampered, which to me is really ironic cuz the whole concept of Bernie Man was not that. I mean, I really like your idea of like going and setting up a cubicle oh and just God. like screwing with people and just being like, don't look, I, I no, I don't want to have yeah, sex with you and do acid with you. I'm here to work. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've got a fucking deadline. Yeah. Your art car is distracting me from my work. Please move your shark. 
Move your shark. <laughs> <laughs> Move your ghost ship, please. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. You know, I mean, I, I seriously they think that'd be really funny to go out there. What we know a or what if you go out there as like a... No. Who have performed out there as DJs or musicians mm-hmm. who have helped weld and build out there. I mean, I'm not yeah. shitting on the whole thing, but there no. is definitely at this point a whole other life it has yeah. that I don't think was originally intended but I'm telling you and that's what people I guess they don't care but BlackRock yeah. LLC it is a multi-million dollar fucking business well and it it yeah okay you know it brings a shit ton of money into our local economy and that's good for us in the end I guess but you know res- it's like that article said respect us man respect Reno well, and I think the thing is is people from certain bigger cities think we're idiots and they think Reno's I mean and Reno's it's got its edge but also don't be condescending yeah I mean come on Mm -hmm. we Reno is intimately tied to Burning Man I mean a lot of people make a living off of Burning Man a lot of locals you know spend their entire year preparing for Burning Man and making a living off of that and that's great like I respect that you know but it's just, I don't know. It's like when things get too big, you lose control and well, it loses and it, it, sight of it, the it intent. It loses its coolness. <clears throat> it, that's yeah. my whole thing. And I know it's really shitty teenage view. Yeah. But when everybody's into it, I'm not anymore. Yeah. And it it's that old Same, adage. dude. When I loved a band and then I saw like a cheerleader listening to The Cure, I was like, yeah, I it's know. It's done. I got to move to the next coolest band. And I mean, granted, at 47, I listen to what I listen to. But like once it, it's jumped the shark. Yeah. You know? Well, like, um, actually, the very first time I heard of Burning Man, I think it was it was like right before I moved to Reno. Um, I had this <clears throat> I was living in Bakersfield, California, and I had this friend from high school, Steve, and he I remember him telling me that he was going and I was like what what is that and he was like telling me all about it um and then like the next year or whatever when I moved to Reno he actually came and visited um you know and, and I think he told me more about his experience I mean that was like 20 years ago mm-hmm. but I mean that's 20 years ago Isn't um that crazy yeah yeah so I mean if I was gonna go that would have been a been cool then. time to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've really heard that cool too. time to go yeah, I've heard that too super cool I, I bet I would have really been into it you know, and it would have been a cool, fun thing. And, and, you know, I don't know. Uh, my whole, <clears throat> I, I just know me and there's a, I mean, it's a broad section of people, but there's an undercurrent of people that I know I would not get along with. Um, and that's yeah. the part that makes me uneasy. Yeah. When I read a long yeah. time ago, I read about like one of the things they had there and it was like a beaver eating contest. And I was like, yeah, okay. That's <laughs> it. I don't want none of that. Mm. I don't want any part of a beaver eating contest. I just don't <laughs> <laughs> ever in my life. That's just mm. nasty. I don't want to see that. I don't want that in front of my face. I mean, people would say don't go to that tent. <clears throat> right. Yeah. But there's just I, the thing, it's no gross. matter what, when you, I, I don't like people enough to be around 70,000 of them. No. That, yeah, can we know, go and start the introvert oh work tent? God, <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. So to me, I just think of that many people and that's that many more people I'm going to have a confrontation with because of who I am. Yeah. And I don't walk <laughs> around trying to confront people, but I will fucking say shit to people. Yeah. Um and and it's just more people that are going to 
you know, I know people are free and they're open. And so they're cool with just allowing spaces. I'm not. You know, really maybe not. we should go there and just start our Other own. Jealous th- much um, camp. Well, we should start the Jealous Much um, Silence Library, where it's an actual library where you have books that you can, like, take um, and read. And um, the whole thing is you can't utter a single word in the tent. Quiet, please. Yeah, quiet, yeah. please. And we shush people. And so I just spend my entire time at Burning Man. You reading. have your library tent, and then just I'll read. have a cubicle next to you. Yeah, and I'll be working. You're the whole cataloging time. the books. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm an archivist. I would love. See, that. that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll keep it open because yeah. next year's next year is. Um, I think there's a lot of changes on the horizon. I'm manifesting. I want I want to do something different. You know, as much as I'm shitting on Burning Man, I do think it'd be kind of funny, like if to bring we your went, own shit. Yeah. if like uh-huh. you and I went, we're just like, what the hell? Uh huh. <laughs> I only want to go if we can find an '80s limo and drive <sighs> out in it, dude. A white That'd '80s limo. That'd be rad. I'm really into the chauffeur thing right now. That's good. <laughs> well, okay, switching gears a little bit because you didn't really get to tell your brow story. Oh, I want to hear your brow story. Um. I am in the process of getting new eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> Which it was funny because I was ta- I was texting with Jorgen last night and I can't remember. Oh, because I sent a picture and they're still like getting filled in. It was just the first session. And, and he's like, filled in? What does that mean? Oh, because I was saying his eyebrows. He wouldn't need that because he's got full eyebrows. Men always have the yeah, best eyebrows yeah, and, and eyelashes. Yeah, it's women. Cruel. Yeah. Um, so I said, you would need, you wouldn't need that to, to get filled in. He's like, filled in, what do you mean? And I said, well, like how they do microblading. And then I explained it. I'm like, it's like an exacto knife and they cut your skin in like hair, like little, it looks like little hairs. They cut your, you know, they cut into your little swipes. Yeah. Little swipes. It's like a little exacto knife. And then they put the pigment in there and then the, you know, it's like a, it's like a tattoo, but it's with an exacto knife. And he's like, Oh my God, no. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, wow, that's how it happens, which I'm like, so that's microblading. That's microblading. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm in process. Like I'm getting, a little more brow in the middle than where my brows meet. And just as I've gotten older, like my brows have thinned out. So I'm, tr- I'm filling them in. I really like them. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah. I'm thank liking you. them so far. Okay, they're more yeah. dramatic and more. Yeah. Yeah. There's they're mo- just fuller and more dramatic. Yeah. I just, I, like I said, I, I never fixed with my brows until like the past couple of years because they've thinned out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be nice not having to like, you know, draw a tail on them or something yeah. in the morning. Well, and you went to someone who's really, really good at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, well, I like, I went to her because hers look like natural eyebrows where mm-hmm. it does look like hair where I've seen a lot of them where it's just so blocky yeah, and it just looks like. I don't know. Well, and I know she's much. artistic. Like she's kind of an artist. Like she can draw really well and stuff too. So that actually helps. Well, and the thing I loved about her, she's like, I'm really OCD. I hope that doesn't bother you. And I'm like, she's like, I will take like an hour because it's like you're there for two hours the first session. And she's like, so the first the first hour I spend drawing your eyebrows on the contour of what I'm going to work in and just making sure they're even and they're what you like. And she's like, I hope that's okay. I'm like, yes. <laughs> you well, know what I, mean? I mean? That's you, what you want. You pay a, a oh, hefty price yeah, for it, but yeah. you want good work. Well, and the thing I figured is it is expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a luxury for sure. Um, but it lasts like a year to a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you, if you actually 
take that money and spread it out over a year and a year and a half. It's like, eh, yeah, I mean, it's not that bad. It's not bad. It's a chunk at once. But so what happens when they, do they just fade? I think so. I think so. You know, I, I, I'm not, well, I'll see what happens, I guess, but they're, it's small. Um, you know, the hair like spaces. So I think it just fades over time mm-hmm. is my best guess. And people go in and get touch ups and stuff. So I'll see how they, and like right now, cause they just happen. They're like pretty much, right on the surface and so it's like a tattoo you put ointment over it, and then eventually the skin heals over it and then i'll go in for another session in a month yeah before i head out to london looks good so i'll have really shiny eyebrows while <laughs> london i didn't even think about it but shiny. yeah yeah because of my <coughs> ointment on it yeah so but yeah I, it's why not yeah i'm not getting like face lasers and shit yeah no. so this is this is this is opening pandora's box Uh-oh. eyebrows <laughs> no i think it's good i think it's a good yeah, move yeah i just like i said i get tired of like having to draw a, a part of my eyebrow on in the morning mm-hmm. yeah they look good i guess this is what adult women do I guess so. Yeah. I, I was teasing Katie. That's the girl I go to her first name. I'm like, and I'll be back in next week f- to start my mustache. No. <laughs> Can you imagine? She's like, viper plate a mustache. Yeah. But I wonder, I, I, I'm sure. Well, they probably do tattoos, but I'm sure for like men's hair loss and stuff, they may do like just color in a patch. Why wouldn't they do that? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's not the same as hair, but if you like the illusion yeah. to just fill in a non-skin color, I don't know. Huh. Yeah. I don't know how far it goes. I, I don't either. I don't either. But yeah, it's just basically like a, a shorter exacto knife and they cut into your skin. I remember the first like in the eighties hearing about, I think I had like a friend's mom had like tattooed. Oh, makeup. where they do like the eyeliner. And yeah. Stuff. And uh-huh. I was like, what? That's so weird. And then of course there was like Tammy Faye Baker that notoriously oh, had like God. tattooed like lips. Well, and, and that the lips eyes. and oh, stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. That's scary. So I think it's definitely improved since then. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I, yeah, I think that's the thing. Like the idea of it being like, it looks like a, I mean, I showed it to you. It looks like yeah. a singular hair. Yeah. It's great. Um, And it's a smaller space. But you got to go to someone that is, does good work. Yeah yeah no yeah and that's part of the staging is like you have them spaced apart and then you fill it in mm-hmm. as it heals and stuff so yeah so it's in process that's good yeah yeah well well we're at an hour and we are 10 minutes yeah i we think did we're it. good we, we did. did it we did it well it's nice to be back yeah i'm glad to be on the mics um because as i was saying in the <coughs> car i get i'm really antsy when i'm not doing i guess this is creative yeah, of course. <laughs> it is. It counts. And then you and I were also talking about my aversion um, to <clears throat> making music. So yeah, that's my fall goal is getting ripped. Jamie and I are going to go build we muscle are, at the gym because I get nuts in Pumped. the fall. Yeah, I get cuckoo in the fall. I get seasonally depressed. Seasonal and affective so, disorder. Yeah, so um, Jamie and I are going to focus on some yeah i'm the opposite where i get depressed during summer yeah and when when it's like fall i'm like oh god i'm so yeah see i already i'm getting i like like last night it was cool and i had a jacket on um and i came home and i i'm anxious i'm anxious yeah and i think it's because i hated school yeah and so this season always reminded me that summer is over and i had to go back to school and then also there's just less light and stuff and i'm stuck inside Mm -hmm. and and I do, I get, I get cuckoo. Mm. Yeah. And I try to, 
I try to be aware of that mentally because I think part of it is mental bullshit that I need to get over. But that's true. But there's something psychosomatic about it, too. Definitely. Yeah. So enjoy those sweaters, people. I'm losing my mind. (laughs) She's so bitter. She hates it. That's like me when it's summer. I like sweaters, too. But it, it does symbolize like a death to me. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> go get your pumpkin spice latte, <laughs> jerk. Enjoy it, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thank you for tuning in. If you stayed Thank this you. whole time, we love and you. We're off cool next burners. weekend. We Jamie don't love you. Is burning ones. things, and oh, yeah. then we will resume later. Peace. Okay. Goodbye. Sure.